0: Welcome to Clagato Veteran Podcast, Episode 12. Holy horny toad! Has it been that long? Well, on today's episode, we're gonna get started and talk about our first uh, subject of the night: updates since our last podcast in October of 2020. Our number two subject will be what's changed about the pandemic since it started from last year. Number three will be about carnage. K-A-R-N-A-G-E. We will talk about that more once we get to it. Uh, Our fourth subject of the night will be rise of domestic violence, suicide, and deaths on the reservation since COVID started. And our final and fifth subject of the night will be polluted intimacy. That's going to be a good one, so stick with us for that. And I, of course, am your co not your co-host, I am your host, Mateo
1: Native Ravager. And this is my co-host, Navajo Pedro. What up, what up, what up? It's great to be back. Happy New Year's, everyone. Hell yeah, we're stoked and hella tickled to be back. Because it's a whole new year, a whole new mindset. And we're going to give, um, trying to give people a new hope, pride, and thought to the people out there and just telling them to stay strong. Also, um, from my hardcore net listeners, Ya
0: <laughs> So he's motivated, he's ready to go, and, um, well, why should we continue to wait? We waited too long. Uh, so, Navajo Pedro, students,
1: garden!
0: Um... That little clap you heard right there wasn't Navajo Pedro clapping my butt. He was just uh slapping the paper because he's so excited. But um so moving on, uh we're gonna go ahead and go on to um uh everything that's happened for Clagatillo Veterans and this podcast since uh October's last podcast, pretty much. Uh since then, um Navajo Pedro, he's he's back with us and um uh there was there were some deaths that happened with um some some people we knew that um it was kind of well obviously it was sad but you know we we had to do our best to you know kind of make sure that as far as death goes out here that you know it kind of um everybody kind of can depend on like other uh each other you know um uh, me being the uh Clagato veterans vice commander still uh my responsibility was um you know, just to help out as much as I can as far as the funerals go. And my, uh, for, the, for the nonprofit, we did get some uh, donated shovels and some uh, picks to help out with the cemetery. And that I want to, uh, I want to give like a brief little update on that is that with the Claggettow Veterans Cemetery, um, a personal friend, lost a loved one that that was a non-veteran so you know everybody agreed that yeah it's okay to put this person over there well because of that you know and and you can do this if you do have a a veteran cemetery um excuse me um that you you can bury one loved one there you know and so because we live in an age of uh people who don't have enough information or will find excuses to do something silly uh, the chapter had then said, okay, well, since these guys are putting a non-veteran in the veteran Cemetery, that means it's open to everybody. So that's caused a lot of confusion because the chapter house was always talking about, you know, policy and procedures and how you would have to follow all that in order to change something. Well, just by word of mouth, you know, this whole thing, really, uh, you know, they changed it on their own. And this guy who should have known better um, went ahead and start plotting some graves right next to the that person that was put there that was a non-veteran so right now currently in Clagato veteran cemetery we got four four non-veterans but three were unauthorized so my thing about that is um, I'm as a vice commander you know and I want I want to stand up and say something I did stand up and say something about it but it was kind of uh, last minute when you know there there was a new there were new officials that got elected in and um but I'll save that for another maybe in next podcast episode thirteen and um so just so you guys know that it's been um, it's been kind of like broadcast out more and um it, more people are kind of aware of it through social media and so I'm gonna leave that at that, and the next thing I wanted to talk about was um I purposely went into an infected home back in November and and I'll tell you why is because that person, you know, we really needed this person to um to be a leader and that person got got sick and his wife got sick. So they got they contacted the coronavirus and you know and they were scared, you know, and one one of the things I know about this whole coronavirus pandemic, much like I keep referring to the Terrorist attacks from the early 2000s is that the mentality. That's what it is. It comes down to the mentality. So he was afraid of dying. He was afraid of his wife dying, and you know that's understandable. So I went over there without a mask, and I stood inside his home. I, don't know, I must have been there for 30 to 45 minutes, and I told him, I said, you know, you're you're a leader, so we're gonna need you, man. So don't um, don't give up on us and don't quit. Uh, this whole coronavirus pandemic, you know, yeah, it's it's real tricky. Um, but if I get sick, that's on me, man. You know, and if you know, obviously, I might bring it home. So that's another risk. I said, but I need to do it just to make sure that what these guys are saying about stay home, cover your face, don't go to infected homes, and all that stuff. I wanted to see how true this was. Well, you know, when that happened, I came home uh... for the next two weeks i really didn't have any symptoms or anything the only thing that i had a problem with was uh... when the tire went flat on the car and i had to pull out a a, a hand pump and i just pumped it up and i was all mad and cussing and the wind was blowing so i kind of got a sore throat off of that but uh... to say that i actually got um... coronavirus from being in that house maybe i did you know but the thing is that didn't matter to me because When he heard me later on, about two or three days later, I called him back. I said, hey man, I'm doing fine. I'm here. I'm at home. And about another two to three days, checked up on him again, called. Because they said, you know, 14 days is the limit that, you know, you quarantine yourself. And I just wanted to see what would happen. You know, I was really willing to be a guinea pig. So what ended up happening was I, um, I had mild symptoms or whatever. I really didn't have any effect from it but you know here comes the radio again uh they're saying oh you may not know you have it well what the hell kind of symptoms is that i mean that's so stupid if you got aids guaranteed your body's gonna let you know if you got syphilis if you got some kind of std your body will know man so to say that the coronavirus is jumping around and there's a new strand that came out came from europe and You may not know you have it what the hell is going on with this coronavirus you know it's such a convenient virus is what i think so anyways i dispelled that myth that you know anybody can get it and you know and i was with my mom and my brother and throughout the whole time you know they were okay i didn't see anything happen you know my mom was she was still fine you know nothing wrong with her my brother he was okay and uh, so that's what I wanted to do another update about. And then, so the other things that, um, happened since our last broadcast or podcast actually was that, um, there, there was that, uh, Dandelion Collective. Oh man, that should be another subject. But the Dandelion Collective, they were supposed to come out and help, uh, distribute like they did back in May or late May of, uh, 2020. But, um you know conflicting schedules and their personal uh things what they had to do they got in the way so they couldn't really make it out here and this month in january they were supposed to come back but one of them got um you know so-called infected so he they they just told me we'll wait till uh february i said hey man that's fine I'm, i'm on your time and um on that note um We were doing a little documentary at the time when those guys came out, and even Navajo Pedro was a part of it. But um, this guy finally put together a small little movie, a little trailer about what all that was about. Um, And what happened was um, when when the chapter house kind of uh, screwed with our cemetery, it got me so mad that I was like, you know what, I'm going to release this video... Uh, on Facebook so people can check it out and know what, we're, what we were doing originally. And just to let them know that now the chapter officials, they will look like goofballs when these guys come back because I want to do an update and say, you know what? Uh, we were trying to work together with the community, but when our community leaders and officials kind of ignore us and push us off to the side and take away something like the veterans cemetery status, I mean, you know, that kind of shows that they never really cared for us anyways. So... It would just kind of be on a bigger, broader scale that people would see it. And the chapter officials, hopefully they'll be embarrassed. You know, hopefully they'll be, like, realizing that now they can't do the things they used to. They can't be as corrupt as they once were because um, nowadays we can do things like put stuff online. And that's where I wanted to make sure that... um, I wanted to make sure that uh, they are aware of it, so if they want to do some goofy stuff like this again, well, now we, Clagato Veterans, we're on Twitter and, um, oh, not Twitter, Instagram. We also got a Facebook account, obviously, and um, there are going to be some new accounts. We might have to start um, Twitch being one of them. It's an online game, uh, gaming community, so... How Clack Veterans could be a part of it, that's where I'm trying to figure out, I'm working with some people right now, trying to figure out how I can do this, where uh, apparently Twitch, you know, that community is so giving that, you know, they give out more money than Facebook does. So, and the other update I want to give is about that presidential election 2020. Um, that is a real uh, sticky situation. Um, I mean, right as of, Right now in uh, January, there's a lot of things going on that uh, I'm not politically educated enough to really talk about it. So um, as far as Joe Biden and Donald Trump goes, I'm stepping back away from that. I'm not going to even try to analyze. I'm not going to try to say who I support or who I don't. That's just that's way above me, man. That's happening in Washington level. Um, you know, that's, that's their thing. I know the decisions they make will affect us down here, you know, on the res. But has it really affected us? Maybe. Not really. But we're kind of used to it. So it's, it's just an iffy situation where I'm not even going to try to analyze. I'm not even going to really get too much involved in it. But all I can say is I can make a few references to it. But for the most part, this Clagato Veteran podcast is mostly about this Clagato Veterans and the community. But since the uh, community officials are kind of being, you know, kind of being difficult, it might just come down to um, those who just believe in uh, trying something new, trying something different. So that's why this whole, you know, for, for our next podcast, I'm staying away from all that. Um, it's just it's just too much, man. You got already got too many um, people talking about it. People. people. <laughs> So he got too many people talking about it, so many uh, specialists and analyzers and all that. And if I try to talk about it, I know I'm going to create more division and it's just not worth it. So uh, I'm just going to stay away from that. Um, but anything else regarding reservation stuff and, and things going on like that? Yeah, I will talk about it. Like the uh, comptroller, which I did talk about last year, how she was a pile of crap she ended up uh switching things around when the tribe was supposed to get some money and there she goes oh well you guys didn't fill this out right there was multiple you know applications and and you know the one thing about that was um when people were trying to finish the <laughs> people when you know navajos try to go over there to the comptroller's office and fill those out those forms i went with one of my veteran buddies and um when we got there there was security there so uh, i looked at that security guy and he was yeah, i guess he was okay but he's kind of a jerk in a way but i guess he could be a jerk if you really you know anybody can be like that but it was just surprising to me that you know it proved my point that um that she is you know making herself a target and why would they need security there well you know she took away some people's only means of support by denying them that $1,500 they were going to get. I mean, what's $1,500 compared to how much money these guys steal yearly? You know, that's that was kind of uh, messed up on their part. And then Jonathan Nez is over there trying to tell people on the radio, oh, Merry Christmas. It's like, oh, dude, you got the nutsack to say that to these people after you took away their merry, jolly time, and you're supposedly this, this big um, religious guy who... Is supposed to do things in good faith. And yet, you know, when you do give out um, food and stuff like that, um, donations, it's only, like, limited to, like, a few things, bottled water, dog food, or cat food, and that's it. You know, it's, it's really gotten to the point now where people are starting to call for Jonathan Nez's impeachment, which I'm supporting. You know, I'm like, fine. You know, the dude had his chance, and supposedly he's a businessman. So what kind of businessman... You know does that well, I guess Jonathan Nez does and and the way that Comptroller is handling things, she is really uh, putting making herself as a target too. So I mean they have one simple job: just give the people the money. you know what that that was what it was for. and then now they're over there trying to come up with excuses and reasons why they can't help out much people. So now that 1500 got reduced down to 600. Well, when the uh, United States Congress uh, agreed to give the Navajo Nation seven hundred million, and you know, and these guys come up with something shady like this, it's like, man, it really makes you wonder. Plus, at the end, uh, they give back three hundred million back to Congress because you know they're so stupid that they can't even use it. I mean, if if these guys from the get-go, if they gave everybody on the reservation a million dollars. I mean, how much problems would that have fixed, you know? Yeah, sure, it would have caused more drunken alcoholics and that. But you know what? I think it would have helped out a lot of people. And, um, or maybe even just like 50,000 for family, per family. So, you know, you get rid of it faster that way. But you know what? These guys, they obviously, they know what they're doing. so, um, and the other update I wanted to give was about a situation I personally got into with, um... Uh, a professional, so-called professional office worker, who was kind of like pointing fingers at me and saying that I, basically, I'm an ass kisser. I go around kissing ass and helping other people. And I'm like, you know, that that's the wrong thing to say to me because I help out everybody. I mean, you know, there were times where Navajo Pedro, he needed some weed real bad. So, you know, as much as I didn't want to get up in the middle of the night and <laughs> run him over there to get some weed, you know, I did because that's, that's how I am, you know, I, I'm trying to help people that really need it. So um, that lady, I wrote a letter to the, um, I don't know, supervisor, uh, I forgot what his title was, but I told him, you know, you need to get rid of this lady because if she's in a position to where she can just talk smack to someone like me when I've done nothing to her and I've always trying to be helpful and supportive of her, then she really doesn't need to be here because she's obviously knows her job inside and out. So um, for this year, 2020, when things slowly start picking back up, you know, I'm going to make it my mission to try to get her out of office because, you know, we don't need someone like that. We need, you know, we're in a desperate time. And for her to start doing that, and if she does that to the wrong veteran, and that veteran gets pissed and finds out where she lives and attacks her, however, that's really on her because, you know, we're all... On a state, you know, a state of alertness. We're we're all fragile. We're all walking on eggshells. Uh, any one thing somebody could say to me or Pedro Navo Pedro in in a you know bad way, you know, we could snap. You know, we're you know we're trying to do our best to make sure things uh, work out for what we're trying to do. We're still trying to achieve our goals. So that's why it's you know I think it's a, you know very important to get rid of this lady and put someone in there who's willing to um, you know, work with people because the way she is, it doesn't help anyone that she has an attitude and only helping those that they that kiss her butt. Then she turns around and accuses me of kissing butt. Well, you know, that's where I draw the line and say, you know what, I'm sick and tired of these, you know, Navajo Nation government employees acting like they know it all and they're they're so special that we all have to bow down to them. But you know what? That's where this uh, Claggettow Veterans Nonprofit. This is where, and on January 18th, we will we will be three years old officially. And um, so uh, from then on, you know, I want to start selling some merchandise. And um, the only reason why I haven't really done it all last year is because I had vehicle problems. And that's where we're going to talk about subject number three, uh, carnage. Um, So those are basic. The main basic updates that I wanted to give um, and pretty much you know th- those are the reasons why I really didn't have time to do uh, any more podcasts I thought I was going to be able to but uh, this is how the process works me and Navo Pedro we come here to the Hogan we do our little Hogan session with the uh, podcast after we're done I kind of edit some things to where you know sometimes I'll say something wrong or he'll say something wrong we'll kind of I'll kind of fix that edit Kind of shorten it down for time then when that's ready i run down from clagato to, to uh, i40 now over there the wi-fi is a lot stronger so that's where i start to upload and then after that then i can share on facebook and um, i try to do instagram but just to do that there's a lot of steps to it and traveling is one big thing that i i really need the vehicle for and when these when these vehicles keep breaking down, oh it's so, so stressful. And then not only that, but you know, there's also we gotta do things like, you know, get groceries and pay bills and make sure the animals are okay, then get the vehicle parts and sometimes someone needs my help and then this whole situation with the Clagattoe Veterans Cemetery, I think the reason why they did that is because they thought, Oh well, you know, he's uh he's not he's not interested, he don't wanna help out. It wasn't that. It had nothing to do with that. It was just that I was really needing transportation. Sometimes I had to wait on people. Sometimes I had to call around and find someone that would take me into Gallup uh, so I can go to the motor parts or auto parts store and and buy the parts I need. And then then the other uh, hard part was finding a mechanic that was available that knew what they were doing and had the tools to put all that together because some people tell me, Oh, well, why don't you just buy another vehicle? How can I do that if, you know, I can't even make it to the garage shop or to make it to the dealership? How am I going to do that when nobody's wanting to help me, you know? How am I going to do that during the pandemic when nobody wants to leave their house because they're all scared because nobody's out there telling them, you know, it's all, a lot of it's psychological. So, you know, all that is the reason why podcasts, podcasting became so hard for me to do last year. And also, um, you know, and I'm listening to the radio station and there's all these people talking about their podcast and it's coming up and they're doing this and that. And that's fine for them, you know. They they really don't have to worry about, like, stuff the way we do out here in Clagato. You know, hauling water and uh, getting firewood and, you know, depending on, you know, someone else that has a better vehicle or has what you need to get something done. But anyways, so all that is is just kind of like, muddled together and i'm trying to make um trying to smooth it out as best as i can so but once again we're finally back um and this is my my segment so other than that um i'm going to go ahead and turn it over to navajo pedro and he's going to give you some updates on what he sees from his point of view so navajo pedro
1: get ready to take it away Alright, well, you certainly had updates indeed, man, up the wazoo, you know what I mean? But, you know, while we're doing this podcast, you know what I mean, we're doing it here in the Hogan, you know what I mean, and it's freaking cold outside, you know what I mean, and even during the day it is, you know just a breeze, and, you know, it's, it's just a beautiful scenery, you know what I mean, right now, just like the old days, you know what I mean, just we're doing the podcast here, and the stove's going, and all you see is the fire dancing on the wall, and... And now it's just really, just real beautiful, you know what I mean? Just takes me back to, you know, the good old days when our, my son is in chase and all that. All these people are still around, you know what I mean? That new to ways and, you know, it's, it's something that's really heartbreaking. Something that we're clawing at actually to hold on to. And my only update is, you know what I mean? For all the people out there, for all you people to update your mindset, you know what I mean? Update yourself, update your situation, you know what I mean. Like it's a whole new year, you need a whole new mindset, you know what I mean. And up, what I mean by updating yourself, everything, you know what I mean. It's just by, you know, what I mean? like me soon, you know as much as I love smoking weed, you know what I mean. And I, I, I know that I gotta update myself and change myself, you know, into the person I really want to be, you know what I mean. Because I'm kind of slipping and I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of losing myself and losing my. My, my goals and my thoughts, you know, it's just kind of like fading away to where, um, uh, like, to the point where I don't really care about anything no more, you know I mean, I get that, because I know a lot of people are feeling that, you know what I mean, and I know what amplifies it is drugs and other crutches that we use to lean on, you know, and, you know, mine for the longest has been weed, you know, marijuana, my medicine, you know what I mean, but I know that, to really fully heal yourself, you know, I mean, just to quit everything and give your whole mindset and your body to recover and detox from everything you're putting into it, you know, I mean, as much as I love it, you know, I mean, I know that I need to stop and I need to get a whole new mindset on life too, you know, I mean, as much as, as stressful as it may be or, you know, it's going to be tough for me, you know, what I mean, because I love it, but you know, it's not, you'll always be there when I need it. I know that, you know, I mean, that's a fact, you know, I mean, especially since it's being legalized everywhere, you know, so. It's no big sacrifice, you know, but, um, but it's just, it's just something that I know that I need to do, and that's how I'm going to be updating myself, and, you know, that's, um, updating my mindset, you know, that's something we're going to talk about too later is, you know, polluted, um, romance, which sounds like a cool band name, but, um, you know, um, just, you know, update your mind, you know what I mean, quit, update your mindset, like, update your everything, you know what I mean, like, quit thinking about the past, quit thinking about like, exes that hurt you, you know what I mean, you got to just move on, you know, because you will find that someone, you know what I mean, that special someone, I know that, and I believe that, but, you know, you don't want to be still a wreck when you do actually meet him and chase them off, you know what <laughs> I like I've done a few times, I guess, but, um, you know, um, that's just something that you got to quit saying every year and just do it, you know what I mean, you just got to put your foot down and just say, you know, today's the day, I'm just gonna do it, you know what I mean, just like, just like um alcohol, you know, what I mean that's something that I always share with an AA. You know, that's something I can never promise another person live that I'm never gonna drink again. I can never make that promise, you know. I mean, like everybody used to promise that when I was throwing up and everything, you know. i told ever to drink shit, fuck like that. But but you know um you know that's just. Something that I can never promise, because once you're an alcoholic, you always are, you know, disease, disease and all that, and it's just something that's with you for life, you know, I mean, someone could be sober 10, 20, 30 years, you know, I mean? then relapse over something stupid or not even realize they relapse, you know, it's it's a lifelong battle, you know, what I mean, and my heart goes out to everyone that's out there trying to really change and change their lives and put their lives in perspective, you know, what I mean? and I'm all for you guys, and I'm with you guys, too, you know, I'm still attending meetings even during the lockdown, you know, what I mean, out there in Sholo, you know, what I mean, they they still have the doors open, and that's the cool thing about them out there, um, Sholo, is that um, they keep the doors open during the holidays, too, like New Year's, Christmas, the times, especially when people are really going to be struggling with um, alcoholism, you know, what I mean, they keep the doors open, and just a place where people like it. still have Christmas, but, or New Year's or whatever, but, you know, everyone's sober, you know what I mean? And there's, like, a Circle K not too far from there, too, you know, so it's tempting, you know, still, but, but I'm glad that everyone that this does um, struggle but still, you know, maintains and sticks with it because, like I said, update your mindset, and that's going to really help update your mindset is getting away from drugs, you know, I mean, even, like I said, with marijuana, as much as I love it, my medicine, you know I mean? it will always be there, but even stopping that is going to give me a whole new mindset and a whole new um, frame of thought, maybe I'll get, like, you know, my ambition back and everything, that drive, you know I mean, that's something that was really starting to dim and fade, you know what I mean, especially being out here and dealing with everything and dealing with people and, you know, I mean, just putting myself through stress that it's not necessary, but I do, you know what I mean, and I know a lot of people are doing that and, you know, that's just, that's just why I want to talk to you people about is just, you know I mean, I'm with you and I hear you, you know, and I'm just glad we just got to do another podcast again and, you know, just update your, um, update, you know. That's the only updates I can say. And the last update, I'll say is update your, your, your pride. You know, what I mean, update your, your views on your elders, your family. You know, what I mean, because that's something that this. There's a lot of veterans that are still elders. You know, what I mean, that that are still alive and with you. You know, what I mean, take what you can learn from them. You know, what I mean? and you know the language, the stories. You know, what I mean, update yourself to where you still realize you know, what I mean, you're living in the moment, and you're still thankful, you know, what I mean, there, there's still traditional stuff going on, you know, everything's at a halt right now, basically, in the world, you know, what I mean, and that's the question is, like, will everything still go back to normal, or will everything really change, you know, what I mean, because my mom was telling me that uh, my grandma and the elders used to say that this is going to happen, you know, what I mean, that's when everything's going to stop, and that's when change is going to happen, you know, and the more I think about it, you know, what I mean, it, the more it does kind of, like, bug me, you know, I mean, what kind of change is going to happen, you know, you're trying to go back to being traditional, or will it be the change where everything, where we lose everything, start to lose everything, start to lose our de- identity, so, you know, with that in mind, I just wanted to say, like, update, you know, your, your, your train of thought, what's important, you know, I know life's important, working, yes, but, you know, it's, in the long run, you know, I mean, as natives, you know, I mean, our only, Concerned is just keeping our tradition our way strong and our language strong, so that way we can still hold on to this land and still be us you know if not, then that plan long time ago to the government made that integration and all that is going to finally work out, and boom they're going to take our lands and just build on it, you know what I mean, and just pollute more and more and that's just how it goes, and it's just how it happens you know and I see the importance of talking about it and rising up against that because someone really needs to and you know, that's kind of like a whole new fire and ambition that I really need to put out there and try to put out there the best way I can, the only way I can, through art, through different artists, um, funnels and tunnels, you know what I mean, and underground sewers, it doesn't matter because everything, art is just beautiful, you know, art itself is Art, you know, what I mean, and you do so many art that you don't even know you're doing art. You know, that's the beauty of art. But it's basically just creating, even just making a baby. You know, what I mean, but just one squirt, you know, what I mean, had the best creation in the world. You know, what I mean, that's that's the beauty of it. You know, what I mean? just enjoying simple stuff like that. You know, what I mean? instead of just regretting and just being mad that you're stuck at home with your kids or whatever. You know, what I mean? family. You gotta take that in, and you know, what I mean, and if you see them changing, you know, what I mean, because of whatever drugs or whatever, just have the balls to speak out to them and tell them what's up, you know what I mean, because if they're not hearing it from anybody else and you're not saying it, then, you know what I mean, you're just as guilty as doing nothing, and that's something that I'm urging everyone to do, you know what I mean, and, yeah, you're just gonna hurt, but, you know what I mean, if you don't really love them, then, you know what I mean, you won't say anything, and people, all lectures I used to get from my uncle and everything back in the day was all because he loved me and cared for me, he wanted the best for me, but I didn't see it, you know, I thought he was just yelling at me, but if they love you, they'll tell you straight up and you know. And with that I think I'll just um end my updates because um yeah, because we'll have more talk about some more interesting stuff soon. So hang in there and let's go to our next topic. <laughs>